Home team. What up, what up? What's going on? It's the home team. Home team. Home team. Home team, baby. What's going on, y'all? Hey, look, this is the Dirty Bird Thursdays crew right here. You know what I'm saying? We want to kick it off. Me, I am the Falcons therapist. And to my right, we got the resident nose tackle himself. Big Ant. What's going to, on, y'all? That's it. To my left, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Blackberry. Yes, sir. What's going on, home team? <laughs> Below me to the right, you already know. The man keep it going. He live. Look at him. Got the glasses and everything. We got the night ride. Hey, FN crew, what it do? We ready to talk to you. What's going on, man? <laughs> and, uh, and at the bottom to my left, we got the man that keeps us grinding, keeps us informed, and keeps us learning. We got Coach Unchained. What up, Coach? Uh-oh. Dirt Cutter and tried to take our Coach. Yeah, you know, well, coaches, he, he had taken care of some business and everything. But like yeah. I said, we're going to make sure we, we shout him out. He'll, he'll be back. I know he's probably in a bad reception area, but uh, yeah. we're yeah. going to get it going anyway. But before we do, let's go ahead and go through the roll call. Who we got in, who, who we got in the, in the chat? Oh, yeah. Bubba Gump, what up, dog? Always good to see you here, man. What's going on with the mill? Shout out to Bubba Gump. Oh, yeah. Gary L., what's good? What's good, yeah. man? See what we got. Melvin. ATL Leo, Brian Little, Bradley, what's happening, y'all? What's the deal? What's do? What got Melvin in the building. What's going yeah, on? Man. What's going on? We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you can't hit it. Kick it with us. Who else we got? Really, 1090. What's going on, really? What's going yeah. on, really? Hey, man, if y'all just coming in, man, y'all, hey, give me a shout. Hey, man, y'all say what's up, man. We give you a shout out, man. What's happening? Got old Tony right got- there. Yeah, right Tony there. Right. Old Tony what's Tony. Good, man? There you go. What's up, Tony? Tony Tone. Tony Tone. Yes, sir. All man. right, all right. Well, look, we're going to get into it. But before we do, we got something special for y'all. So we just hang on one second. Oh That's yeah, what it is, what oh, it is, rise yeah. up, rise up. Turn the fuck up one time. time. Yes, sir. It's just one problem I had with the opening video. I ain't in there. <laughs> 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 hey, it's all good though, man. It's all family, though. All family. What's up, Lisa? Lisa, 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 what's Lisa, going what's on? Doing? Chris Beavers, what's going on? Lisa, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your news report be hypnotizing me. Yeah, boy. <laughs> well, Lisa be on it, but at least will stay on it. I'm telling you, boy. She stay ready so she ain't got to get ready. That's how we like it, right? Yeah, yeah, stay yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and get into the first topic of the evening. Let's see what we got. Yes, sir. Oh, man. This right here. First of all, first and foremost. 
man, let's give a shout out to Miss Maggie and Lisa for yeah. that awesome, awesome interview ooh, 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 with Fox Five's own Kelly Price. Yeah, and man. you know, just to give y'all like a little snippet or whatever, but you know, she's uh we had our Tori McElhaney is actually going to join her on the mm-hmm. Rise Up Tonight show. And I mean, they did a wonderful job. I mean, I love the show from beginning to end. Very insightful. They had a lot of great information talking about the training camp, breaking down the specific players, strengths and weaknesses, and the expectations for the Falcons this season. And I mean, hey, if you haven't seen it, please go check it out. It is on, you know, AFN website, also on YouTube. So like I said, please go check them out. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, like, subscribe, and share, man. Y'all make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your German shepherd, tell your next door neighbor, Joe Joe, from the other side of the road, tell everybody. Yes, sir. Like I said, they they deserve it. They did a bang-up job. And and we going to give them ladies they flowers right now because they are making power moves, okay? Okay. Power moves. Maggie, Lisa. Oh, they, they is making power moves, y'all. Tell you, boy. Listen, we telling you, look, AFN, we on we on the rise. We doing what we got to do. And we, you know, the ladies is putting it down. So, hey, ladies, we put it out there. If you a lady and you uh, like football, know your stuff, make sure you contact Miss Maggie. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we definitely need more ladies on here. Salute yeah. to them. That's Salute. AFN's on. It is. Come on, Queens. Y'all welcome. Come yeah. on in. We love Come you. Come on in. Come on in. That sounded a, sound a, sound a, sound a little creepy. Y'all edit that out. That sounded a little creepy. Y'all edit that out, man. Back. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. What now, we got? Let's... What we got, Warren? What we got? All right, man. We're going to get into this one right here. Man. Drake London has started his first NFL training camp strong. Also had a visit from Roddy White. Now, mm. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the resident nose tackle take this one first. And what you think about this, man? Man, look, he got him a good, a great teacher. He's he got the same teacher that Julio had when he first started. Talking about MC Hammond. Uh, if that don't tell you something, you stupid not right away. <laughs> if that don't tell you something, I don't know what you're looking at. Okay. Because um, Roddy here, uh, Falcon for life. Oh, yeah. So um, he can he can show him the ropes and in and outs, what, not, what to do, what not to do, on and off the field. And yeah, he doing a great job. Now we're gonna see if that can translate to the field starting next week. Right. Mm. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Man, look. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have our we're gonna have our uh, our resident billboard artist right here. He gonna go next night, right? And what you think, hey, man? Tell him I, what you I, got. I told folks Drake London gonna be a monster. He gonna be a monster. And, and for him to sit there and chop it with Roddy White, one of the best to do it, boy, in the, in the red and black, dog. Yes. That you couldn't ask 
for a better mentor than Roddy White. Roddy White is Atlanta, dog. Even though he is from, he did go to UAB, but he is Atlanta. <laughs> you couldn't ask for nobody better, man. But I'm loving it, boy. He 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 gonna really he gonna he gonna get he gonna get in where he fit in. I promise. Unlike Mr. Hammond, don't hurt him since he decided he wanted to go jump shit. Hmm. Yeah, that but album is in stores, by the way. Oh yeah, but hey, man, I'm 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 dog. I'm I'm looking forward to the season. I can't wait to see what that boy got in store, man. He it's gonna be something special to watch. It's really gonna be something special to watch. So what you got, Blackberry? Come on, go, go, come on and bless bless us with the benediction, bro. Hey, you know what? That Drake London is like Night Rider said, he's gonna be a monster, y'all. He's gonna be a beast. Oh, it, it, it's something about Drake London that just it just pop off, just pop out to you, and that's his attitude, his demeanor. And Having a mentor like Ryder White. Ryder White was outspoken. He was. He didn't take no crap from nobody. Anybody wanted to talk trash, he was right there to talk trash right back up and get back mm-hmm. to him two times as good. And then he oh, showed it on the field, too. He bagged it up on the field. That he did. But he that wasn't he- outspoken to the point where he's going to get, he's going to take himself out of the game. He was just outspoken. He went. He wasn't gonna be a bad representation for the team, and he wasn't gonna be a bad representation for himself. So, the heart that he had, the hunger, the drive, the discipline he had, he can really mentor a Drake London, somebody that got that similar style of attitude, that similar kind of personality. He can really mentor a guy like that to harness his emotions to where he put it out there and it display on the field, so he can make it a tool. And not make it something that hurt him in the media. Oh yeah. Hey, and I'm telling you something else. Y'all remember when Roddy first came in the league and he couldn't catch a cold? How much everybody was just dragging him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you seen what he became later on down the year, down his like later on in his career, bro. If Drake London, if if it, if Drake London started off in the funk, now you couldn't ask for anybody else to mentor him through that situation than Roddy White because what? And, and I'm glad you said that because that was going to be part of what I was going to say. Yeah. What you want is somebody that's been there. Mm-hmm. Number one, he's a veteran with experience to go from bad to good, from good yeah. to great. So he can teach Drake London how to be patient throughout the process. He can mm-hmm. teach Drake London what to look for, the small, subtle nuances, what he can do, like a small shift in your foot or your hips can be the difference of throwing you know, your adversary off just like we saw when he ran that route. He can tell him how to run the routes, how to pay attention, what yep. to get from Mariota, how to build that relationship between him and Mariota to where they ain't got to say nothing. He just know where to be when the ball's there. And that's what you want. You want that veteran presence in the locker room and outside the locker room to help give you that confidence, but to help you see the unknowns that you don't see yet. Mm-hmm. So this man is already ready. So with him having a mentor like that, Sky's the limit. Oh, yeah. Sky's the limit. Big time. What's going on, Noah? Noah's up in here. Noah up in here. Floyd Donnelly. Donnelly. What's happening, Floyd Donnelly? Oh, yeah. All All right, compadre. That's it. That's it. Let's go ahead and tackle this next topic right here, which is. Quadre Olison stood out in recent practice with a few nice plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Now, as we all know, we was all looking for a Quadre Olison last year. I mean, I can remember like times where Mike used to have a fit. I used to have a fit. K Style. We would all be like, yo, when y'all gonna play him? When y'all gonna play him? And a few times he did play, he showed up. Showed out. Oh yeah. I mean, he wasn't won no tiptoeing. He 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 saw the hole, hit the hole, kept moving. You know, and he wasn't getting knocked back for, you know, loss of yards or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But with this being with him getting a chance to actually stand out, with him getting them them snaps and everything, I believe this is going to help him and help his confidence and just help build him up on repetition because you got to think about it. He had a he had a decent impact. Now he's getting the opportunity to show them, hey, that impact wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. going to have an impact on our running game because you got to think about it. People are still up in the air about what kind of running game are we going to have? Are we going to have a running game? What's Arthur Smith going to pull out of his, you know, bag of tricks or whatnot to kind of facilitate that? And I know everybody's leaning towards, oh, you know, Cordero Patterson and everything like that. But in my opinion, Cordero Patterson still going to be using that gadget guy. And they still don't want him to take that many hits so that by the yeah. end of the season, he's not worn down. So people like Quadre Olison. And you know Tyler Algier, which you know he he he's got to get he's got to get his rhythm going and stuff like that. You know players like that, you really want them to get them snaps under their belt so they can get that second nature type thing going, as well as getting familiar with you know the offense. I mean, uh, Blackberry, what's your thought on that? Well, yeah, it's, I've been you know saying all off season as much as we like Quadri, he he still got to show that he can, you know, make the rotation on this with this uh, running back squad. I mean, it, it, it's not enough to just be been unshowed some flashes uh, when you done got a few opportunities. Now, it ain't your fault. You should He should have got more opportunities. We all mm-hmm. can agree on that. He should have got more opportunities to, to prove his worth last season. But he's got that opportunity now, more so than ever. <laughs> but like we said – um, in a previous stream, you know, every day is going to be different. You know, last week it was Damian Williams who was showing flashes and showing out mm-hmm. in training camp. And uh, earlier this week, it was Avery Williams who was showing out, you know. So these guys, when they get their opportunities, they got to make the best of them. And the competition going to be thick at running back. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, you know, he had some real good plays uh, yesterday. Um against uh Dorian Etheridge. Yeah. Uh in a one on one he got some real good separation in a pass route. And Dorian Etheridge uh he showed, you know, well we're gonna get to that, but you know, he showed flashes in zone coverage. So, you know, when these guys going up against one another in training camp, it's perfect prime opportunity for you to show that in a in a real game situation I can get this kind of separation. I can get this kind of uh momentum, you know. And with Quadri, that's what has really been, for me, what I wanted to see is when you get momentum, can you keep it? Can you keep that momentum? Because if you can, then you're going to get them opportunities that we've been looking for you to get. You got some real competition out there at running back. So we're going to see how far he take that. We're going to see if he can carry this over into the next week and, you know, make it do what it do. What you got on this night, Ryder? 
Man, look, I've been waiting for Quadri Olsen to get his opportunity since they drafted him. But you already know cue ball Quinn and dummy Dimitrov. You already know how that already went. So that's neither here nor there. I think Quadri could he could come through. He could come in, show up, show I. I want him to see. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the man. I want him to get an opportunity because I, I, I seen flashes of him. How, how great he could be. It's just they, he just never got the opportunity. Right. But you, you know, because you know, because the, the last regime didn't know good talent if it if it super kicked him in the face. But, right. But you know, he. I think I think this year gonna be his year to really get in and show out. I think he's gonna get some snaps, and he gonna show. Like, look, I'm here now. I'm here. What did you say? I'm here now. You old news. Get him at, get him at the ball. Let him show. Mm-hmm. Y'all already That's know. Dope. All right, Ant, what's your take on this, man? The man, a few words, but when he says them, they count. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he showed out last year when, he, when those few opportunities that he got, he showed out. I mean – but the question is going to be, can he sustain that success that he that he did last year? That's what you know. So, because like y'all saying, I mean, we got a we got a huge backfield. Like we got we got a, a lot of horses back there. So he's going to have to grant you know grip the grip the uh, the horns. Don't have to grab the bull by the horn. Yeah, exactly. Ride that some bitch to the buck y'all for it, goddamn it. I mean, you better ride the hell out of that goddamn bull quadra. Because we want it for you. And I think he want it for himself. But that's why I say the pressure make diamonds, man. And when you got competition out there that's battling for the same thing you battling for. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna let that person make you into a diamond or you gonna turn into a coal? What you gonna do? Right. And, so, and, and, and see if he got it. And and to put it into the scheme of things, you gotta look. That makes for a more explosive and hard to beat running game. Because um I was watching um the uh, the show with Terrence Mathis today and he keyed in on the running game. And you got to think with Mario, he said with Mariota's legs, that's part of a run. That's part of our running game that helps mm-hmm. open up. That helps give us that flexibility and that unpredictability that we need to wear defenses down. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we are a young team. So you want to have that ability just in case they try to, you know, Send, send any number of blitzes. But with having that, having him at 100, with him showing out and actually being consistent, that that takes a lot of pressure off of, off of the quarterback, and that makes us a more balanced, more dangerous team. Because, you know what I'm saying, once we – back in the day, when we got our running game going, it was hard to stop us. Oh, yeah. And a lot of a lot of teams didn't want to see us. A lot of teams didn't want to see us at oh, all. Yeah. And once you get that running game started, that when that play action gonna start biting them, boy. Right, right. What up, coach? What hey, up, coach? Man, what's up? Oh, I think I got it right this time. You, you, ready? Ready? 
You, 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 had, you, the had, you had to knock. No, I'm in the same area. I just had to. I just had to switch to a different thing, man. I mean, okay, 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 Coach. What's your take on this, man? Well, what's uh, they got? Uh, Quadra Olison, you know, was out in recent practice. You know, he had a nice few nice plays. Well, what's your take on that? Thank you, froze again. Uh oh. We're going to give Coach a little more time. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I'll tell you what, let's let's go ahead and hop on to this uh, next subject. We'll wait for Coach to get, get settled. Oh, yeah. Derek Tangelo continues to show up in practice and making an impression. Oh, yeah. What you got, Blackberry? Well, undrafted out of Penn State. Got uh, he got a lot to prove. Well, I thought he went to Duke. Is it Duke? I think it's Penn State. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Penn. I think it's Penn State. But you can correct me if I'm wrong. I but I know he undrafted. undrafted you know, uh, he, he's six foot one, two hundred listed at two hundred ninety six pounds. Got a low Ooh. center of gravity. Ooh, you yeah, know yeah, it. If he if he he, he, he making noise in, in camp because he hungry. Yeah. Now, come oh, yeah. on, y'all. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It'll, it'll, if everybody around me they get drafted. I don't get drafted. I find my way on one of these teams. I know I got to make my way on. It's just like a walk on in college. You don't get recruited. You go to walk on. Oh, you got to you got to be in you got to be in beast mode, okay? You got oh, to yeah. be laser focused, okay? Laser focused. If you see somebody coming in at four in the morning, you got to get there at three in the morning. That okay. part. You see somebody you see somebody leaving out last, you make sure you last. Mm -hmm. You got to work extensively harder than the next man so you can eat, so you can get what you, you can accomplish your goal. But at the same time, you got to show your worth. Mm. And what I'm seeing, what I'm, the reports I'm seeing on Derek Tangelo, he's showing his worth. He's showing you opportunity have presented itself. Eddie Goldman retired. Vincent Taylor gets injured. Unfortunately yep. for him, but Derek Tangelo says this is prime opportunity for me to make my way onto this team. Next man up. When a guy undrafted now can come in and start putting his name up in news headlines, he, he became a headline in a news article. When he can do that, he's on his way to proving himself that he's worthy and he's worth having. Mm -hmm. and, now, and, see, and, and, see, and not to cut you off. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Noah said, yeah, he he was also, you know, teammates with uh, Ibikite at uh, Penn State. So, Ooh, man, that got, that's the chemistry right there. Yeah, that's – so you see yeah. where I'm going with this. You see where oh, – yeah. you, got, you got Foyer and you got Debo. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. he'll be able to help his fellow teammate out with stuff on that side of the ball. You see what I'm saying? 
it's going to oh, be yeah. that iron sharpen iron situation. And, mm-hmm. and he also a good spell for um, for Grady Jerry. Because, okay. Okay. you know, like mm-hmm. I said, he's six foot one, 297 pounds. He got that, he got a low center of gravity like, like Grady guy. Ah, so okay. he'll, if he got a motor similar to Grady's, he'll real good spell for Grady on a couple plays. Because mm-hmm. we want Grady in there all downs, right? Right. Yeah. But late in the games, when you really want Grady in the clutch, you need a guy to be able to come in and be able to feel that spot and be able to be as much of a of an impact on the field as Grady is. Mm. So a guy with a similar stature, with a similar motor, he just might, you know, hey, he'll be a real good spell for us. Mm-hmm. Boom, you know. Luckily, yes, hey, hey, man, P- going to be picky poison with them two, dog. Hey, that's one it. Thing I, one thing I like about these undrafted free agents, though, they coming up in here with gas in the ass and fire in the vein. <laughs> you already know. No, that was a brother fresh out when I seen something. I was really worried about that nose tackle when I seen um, Vince Thomas get hurt and I seen uh, uh, what you call it, he retired. Yeah. It, 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 it's a good thing you you gonna have two guys on the field at the same time with Tangelo and, and AK forty seven. They know how each other operate. They know how they how each other operate. So once right. they get they get it cooking, and it's gonna spread along the rest of the team. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's gonna come together. It's gonna be just like a right. Well, I ain't gonna even say gumbo because you know that remind me too much of them other folks that are on the other side of the. We ain't gonna talk about that, but. It probably like it makes it's like a good vegetable soup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And now once it show enough, get the cooking, it's gonna it's gonna start smelling good. Then it's gonna be tired to eat. It's gonna be just like that, yeah. right? You chemistry, chemistry go a long way with these guys, man. Yeah. Right. right. Like anybody that's an athlete that play a sport, when your chemistry with your teammates, it goes a long way. Well, oh yeah. Well, it, it, you know they could be you. You can have AK out there in a, in a wide nine. He could be in a in a fire tech or something, and they could be communicating with each other. Hey, you remember what you remember what that game was? You remember that uh, that uh, ECU game? You remember that game? Remember when you knocked it, when you pushed the guy over into me so I could so I could free you up on the outside? Yeah, certain mm-hmm. format. You, you know that just an example. You know certain for these guys have chemistry, so it go a long way when when you talking about the impact that they can have in a in a uh, live game situation. Oh yeah, and, and before we get to Ant, I want I wanted to add, what happens is first of all, Grady can use that chemistry to his advantage. Plus, he's he's that veteran that can show him, look, this what dude getting ready to do. Y'all be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that that adds to the dynamic of the um the defense. But what I want to say too is, people. Don't go getting crazy because, you know, one player get hurt, whatever the case may be. I keep telling people, Arthur Smith and Dean Pease got something up their sleeves. They are constantly on the lookout for players, this, that, and the other. And you got to understand this is a process. Oh, yeah. The process don't end because one player go out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they're trying to see who they can bring in that's going to fit the scheme, that's going to be ready to work. Mm-hmm. But they're also trying to develop the players that they have here. Right. So you don't know what a player has until you put him out there on the field in situations and see how he, he handles it. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Go right, ahead. Right. I mean, y'all saying everything that, you know, 
that I was going to say, I mean, <clears throat> they, they can play off of each other. And Grady is going to be a great mentor to him you know, mm-hmm. throughout the season and then, you know, into next season. And then by by uh by next season he's gonna be you know he's gonna be awesome. But before we get finished, we we we, we have we had a man that slipped in the back door here. We got the mad scientist himself, Mad Mike. What's going on, Mad Mike? Special guest. I no goddamn special guest. I'm the motherfucking star of this show. What the hell are you talking? <laughs> Everywhere I go, I try to be goddamn. Uh, 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 I'm trying to be the star. Shit. I want the motherfucking glasses. I want them glasses with right Night Rider got on. Shit. I want to shine like his ass. I'm trying to shine like Night Rider. Shit. The hell was special again, goddamn. I want to be the headline. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. I said, look. Look, I said all of us need to have glasses, man. We need to just be sitting in the section with right. the glasses. Right, just sitting in the seat with the glasses. Hell, they'll, they'll figure out who Ed Finn is. I, <laughs> I, I, I told him, I said, look, yeah. we just put our favorite player's name on the glass and be sitting there like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, no, man. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. What's up with this? Arthur <laughs> <laughs> Smith Thomas, you see them over there? Look at Thomas on fourth down. Look at this. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all in the glasses, baby. It's all in the glasses. Hey, hey man, man I'm during the game, I'm gonna put third down. <laughs> third down. I, I, I had a great uh, pass somehow. Third down. <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they're gonna be like, you know what? Y'all just come on to the field after we get done. We just we gotta take a picture. We just go. Okay. <laughs> hey man, um, you guys have some excellent points. Um, in particular, what I'm focusing on is the chemistry. Um, I, I think there's something that we kind of expanded on. Uh, um, we're going to expand on in future shows, but. The thing that I like most about what the staff is doing is they're bringing in players who play a lot to get. They play together, mm-hmm. and they have chemistry amongst each other at some point. Whether they played in high school, they played in college together, or in the pros, they have some sort of um, chemistry with the coaching staff, the play calling. Um, all, all these things play into uh, into one and. They have a they have one thing that we always talk about uh, from a coaching staff. They have an idea of what they're trying to do. So yeah. these guys aren't just coming in blindly trying to, um, you know, make a team. They know exactly what they need to do to be involved or uh, contribute, have some sort of contribution to the defense or the offense, special teams. They know exactly what they need to do. And like I said before, one of the, one of the things. Uh, defensively, we struggle with it's like we don't know what the hell we're gonna be doing from game to game. One one game we'd be playing, we could be having a blitzing scheme. On um, the next game, we playing fucking cover nineteen, goddamn, because um, we should have been playing on cover three. Um, but yeah, like that. Now they have a, a, a clear picture, a clear idea of what they want to do. And, and like I said, once you as as a leader, as a general, the last thing you want to do is be leading 
your troops to a place where you've yet to go. You don't want to be just going into a blind uh, a situation where you don't know what the terrain is. You don't know if it's raining. You don't know if it's this. You don't know if it's that. You just leading a bunch of people into you know a, 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 a fucked up situation. Um, and everybody is on edge. Everybody, you know, that, that was one of the things that Dean Pease was talking about as well. He was talking about like, man, you got to get these guys uh, mentality and um, you got to make sure that they believe in themselves, all that type of stuff. So now these guys, they fighting, they, 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 they doing, they doing everything they possibly could to try to get ready for this game. Man. And, 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 and like I said, I like what I'm seeing from the coaching staff. They know exactly what they're doing, and they 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 preaching and they teaching. Yeah. Hey, speaking of chemistry, then uh, ain't no don't D'Angelo Malone got a cousin that played with him for the Falcons? D'Angelo Malone, yes, that's uh, Justin Schaefer from the University of Georgia, the right right guard that we uh drafted in the that right here, Baltimore, with the Cedar Grove. Yes, Matt, sir. And matter of fact, while while you're actually on that, we gonna we gonna segue into the next topic, which is D'Angelo Malone. Shows promise at practice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, I think man, I, I had a matter. Of, I had DM my dog Jarvis Davis. Man, shout out to Jarvis Davis. Man, he went to ASU too, by the way. Uh, oh Saint yeah, Auburn State University. Shout out to Jarvis. But yeah, man, they were talking about how he could probably fit in on third and long, bro. Mm-hmm. That's mm. the ideal fit for D'Angelo Malone, boy. Mm-hmm. You can ask for anybody else, but they, they, they rave so much about how natural of a pass rusher he is. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, so, yes. You put that boy in that damn situation right there and watch to see how much damage he damn do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you want. That that's that's what you want because, like you said, we lack that pass rush. Like we oh, yeah. could, we look, we couldn't get at a toddler at quarterback back there, let alone a grown man. Well, what we had last season. Yeah, we couldn't get at a toddler. We couldn't cover a twin side bed with a king size sheet. None of that. <laughs> hey, we were trying to tell you. We was too busy doing karate moves. Pretty much, bro. Line screaming. So, don't <laughs> wax off. That's his name. That's one on. Wax off. Don't wax off. <laughs> <laughs> Miyagi, don't do tackle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is where Arthur Smith is going to. This is where that unpredictability is going to come into play. Yeah, because if Arthur Smith can get them get get the, get that pressure off the edge, get pressure up the middle. Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of an impact that does? Like, okay, we'll, we'll, I'll give you a scenario. We got our long snappers, and they decide, okay, well, they get the ball back. And let's just say it's 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 third and third and five, mm-hmm. and we and, and you know we, we we got them backed up in the red zone or whatever the case may be. Do you know what kind of presence having edge rushers will give you being that close to the red zone? Right, that's an asset for us. Oh, yeah. Because now we not only get them off the field, but we have good field position. Ah. Oh, yeah. This, this is something you kind of make a uh, – we were talking about watching Terrence Matthews, and that's something that I've been, been saying all year. I've been talking about this all year. The ability now to scrap plays and say, all right, until we get a hold of this pass game, 
I have option now at quarterback to continue to call plays, some RPOs, some, you know, design run plays and stuff like that, just to kind of get, you know, calm the offensive line down, calm the quarterback down, keep that clock turning, let the defense, um, you know, carry us for a little bit until we get off rhythm. But we didn't have those options on the Matt Ryan. And mm-hmm. that's something now that a lot of people um, are underestimating with this Falcons team. You have that ability now. Um, that's something that the Saints, that's something that they've had on their disposal. Like they can they they can put together one of the worst game plans possible um and just allow Taysom Hill just to just to be an athlete. He don't have to even throw the ball accurately. They, you just design a play for him. All right, go get a first down and keep the clock running. And then we check the ball down to Alvin Kamara for the rest to Al Kamara and uh, Mr. Sl- Mr. Slant Boy down there. Like, it's, there's, there's nothing elaborate about that scheme, but it's effective. Why? Because defenses can't stop the clock. The clock is your yeah. best friend in football. It's your best work friend if you know how to utilize it the proper way and oh, yeah. keep the defense, you know, at bay. Yeah. Because he – I was saying, and what, Quinn couldn't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And see, and see, to your point, Mike. Yeah, he said, he said because uh, William was asking him about the run game, and he said, well, what the Falcons have is you have a runner in Mariota. He said, what that does is that opens up the run game because now you have a quarterback that can run for yards and get first downs. He can mm-hmm. extend plays. Mm-hmm. And what that does is. He said that not only sets it up for play action pass, but it also gives it also begins to set a rhythm for the run game. So it gets the other running backs like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. He said, because one of the worst things in the world you can do to any offense is you got a player over here. And then he said, you totally scrap it and flip it and have and and give the ball to another player. He said, Mm -hmm. you want to keep it all together while while it's in rhythm. And and you you made a good point. Yeah, that's right. And that's the unpredictability because remember, like you said, we didn't have that with um, Matt Ryan. Everybody knew Matt Ryan where he was going to be, so they right. knew how to tailor the they knew how to tailor the defense to even if they couldn't physically get at him, they can get enough pressure to kind of throw him off. Mm-hmm. Now you can't do mm-hmm. that because if you try to send any blitz, you try to send any type of pressure towards him. If you don't contain him, that's a first down and beyond, or that's a that's a pass going down the field. Mm-hmm. For a touchdown, yeah. it, it opens up so many avenues in a game because it wears down the defense, and it keeps your defense off the field. Mm-hmm. In third and medium situations, third and long situations, when mm-hmm. you have to scrap a play because the passing lane is not open, or whatever the case is, a receiver uh, goes out of route or something. When you got that ability to be able to extend the play on them third downs and keep your offense on the field, keep your defense off the field, you're wearing down their defense in the process. So late in games, that comes that becomes a big factor because mm-hmm. the more tired they are, the more likely you are to be able to run it down their throats. Mm-hmm. So it, it opens up a lot of avenues when you got a quarterback that can extend plays and keep your defense off the field. Right. And, and, you, yeah. and you keep your defense fresh for the fourth quarter when the team begins to get tight. When their team right. is wearing down and they put their offense on the field, you got a fresh defense that's ready to knock knock hell out of them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's a problem we kept running into. We had a first defense that was knocking the hell out of them in the first, second quarter. By the fourth quarter, they all sitting on the sideline like, you want to get up and do this? I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> Just controlling the you game. When you can get control the game like that, you're gonna, more likely you're going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you, and you utilize Arthur Smith's one of his greatest weapons that I've seen in the uh, last season was – when Arthur Smith gets in them situations where it's about clock management, oh, he going to make some stuff happen. So now you now you basically playing to his strength because now he can play mind games with you. What you got, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, again, y'all, y'all taking every, everything that I was, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, touch on it again, then, in case they didn't know what the hell we said. Then. Touch on it again. I mean, kick ass, kick ass, and kick some more ass. Kick, yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah, we kick some more ass. Yeah. <laughs> we finally going. We finally going to get to the quarterback this year. It, I mean, we have. We finally have a chance to have potentially. A top ten, top fifteen defense for the first time sent in. I I would think at least twenty years. Like hey, you know what? Hey, you you really just and this this is why I I'm, I'm I really believe that this defense has a a, a real shot at being a top fifteen um defenses because what we just talked about the ability yeah. to control the clock. One of the things great defenses always. Uh, was always a good defense. Best friend is always the running game. The ability to oh, get yeah, first down, keep them off the field, yeah. and keep them rested up. So when they have the opportunity, all they can do is sit back and fold, you know, just go back, just get after the quarterback. So you got guys like, you know, D'Angelo Malone and his ability, you know, to use his athleticism. You got Ibikide and these guys. All they need is pass rush opportunities. Those guys are better utilized in the passing game versus the run game because the run game, you got to – it's a hat on the hat. Mm. And for the most part, uh, in the run game, those big guys are going to be leaning on you. But when you're in the passing game, they going backwards and you got the upper hand. So um, the ability to control that clock control that clock and use that speed, use that athleticism of, of Troy Anderson, and he don't have to be in pass protection all the time, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a defense's best friend. So I think this is if if people don't realize one thing, they don't understand anything about this season, is that this is the best opportunity for the Falcons to have a top 15 um, defense because you have that ability to control the clock, you control the clock, you control what the offense can do. And yeah, and, and the can be in their ears back, and they can really get after the mm-hmm. quarterback and pass rush opportunities late in games because you done control that clock all game yes, long. Sir. And yes, you sir. done you done created separation through the game by doing so. So you're yeah, up right. two scores, right. you're up yeah. a couple scores. They got they don't have no choice but to throw the ball. So right. you can pin your ears back on them edges, and you can really let them guys get after that quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, oh, yeah. and that, like I said, shutting down, shutting down another team's run game nine times out of ten. That's that's mainly the ball game because yeah, exactly. anything after that, you just got to make timely stops. That's it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That, that's what it's about. 
That's what we gotta get better at. Timely stops. Timely stops. Timely stops. Getting off the field on third down. They're right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump to this. Let's go ahead and jump to this next topic because I know you guys will be excited to talk about this right here. We got Arthur Smith said that he liked to see his offense connect on more deep shots in training camp. So, as we know, you know, we was, you know, we were known for not having, you know, a quarterback that could throw a deep ball, which was false, but I digress. But with the way this offense is now, that's like, that's like jump ball. Basically, basically, he want to see jump ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's what it's going to be. Because, you, I mean, just from the training camp, for just from Drake London alone and Kyle Pitts, that's jump ball for them. And we yep. seen Mariota can throw. Right, he ain't talk, we ain't talking about five or ten yard dunks. We talking about 40, 50, 60 yards with ease. Now you couple that with you couple that with let's just say they try to send a blitz, Mariota gets outside uncontained, and he decides to throw downfield. Nine times out of ten, that's gonna go to the house. Oh yeah. And you know what? That's a that right there by Arthur Smith, that's for the fans right there, y'all. That's him <laughs> giving us a little that's him giving us a little peep into what we can expect, what he what he putting together for this offense. Because what he's telling us is, y'all need not worry. It's going to be exciting to watch these Falcons play. We ain't going to just be about running it down their throats, pounding it down their throats. We're going to have some exciting play out there, too, because we got six-foot-three guys, six-foot-four, six-five. We got six-seven tight ends. Mm-hmm. We got guys that can jump. We got guys that can run, big guys that can run at that. So oh, these yeah. guys going to be able to stretch the field out on these teams and they going to have to pay attention to that. So us being able to jam it down their throat is going to be a lot easier because they don't want to give up the top. We can't give away the top because we give up, we give away the top, we give these guys abilities to stretch the field. So if them guys bagged up, you ain't got as many men down there in the box. Right. So these backs can eat. So Mariota can find his way up in the cracks if he needs to. Because you ain't got that much down there in the box. Because they making sure they, that you can't take the top off the leader. But eventually, we're going to be pounding it down their throats. And they're going to ease up a little bit. Oh, oh, and that's going to be opportunity for these guys to get out there and stretch that field out. And we're going to catch them deep. And like like one saying, if it come down to a, to a jump ball, <laughs> you ain't going to jump with these boys. You ain't finna jump with it was there. You ain't finna jump with Pitts. You ain't finna jump with 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 all uh, Drake London. Nah. With hey, you jump with them. if you jump with you all three of them, boy, you gonna be on. You got mossed on Monday night. I'm tell you that right let now. Let me let me. But Drake can get separation. Oh yeah. Hey, 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 these guys can get separation. It might not always come down to a jump ball. Not, not to not to cut y'all. I just I just want to uh, address this right quick. Yeah, let's get this comment. Yeah, yeah. So, cause uh, Steve O. Crowley, huh? Okay, he said false. What QB you've been watching the last two years? Matt isn't on through. Okay, I ain't even gonna read the rest of it because you uh you you fell off your rocker halfway through. First off, it's twenty twenty two. These on my dog. That my home is bad. I, I know, I know. But first off, twenty twenty two. He ain't in Tennessee. Okay? He ain't in the Raiders. 
you're on the Falcons. Have you been watching training camp? This ain't the two. This this ain't Mariota from two years ago. So, different team, different scheme, whole new culture. You talking about number Matt. two? So you talking about Matt? Matt. I don't even understand his statement because it really don't make sense. That's that's what I'm saying. Who is he referring to? Matt threw Matt threw a deep ball to a wide receiver. Or correct me, uh, running back a wide receiver his first game. Rookie. Hold on, hold on. Let, 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 let me look, 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 look. Uh, okay. I, I love you, dog, but you must have got about that pass against um, that, that pad of Cordero Patterson against the I mean, same. look, yeah. look, that's yeah. just, look, I love you. I love you, dog. I, 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 I love, I love you, man. you not right, I love you, but I got to rip you a new one real quick. Let, yeah. let me just let, let me just say this by this. That, that's a personal moment. NFL, NFL, all right. Matt Ryan is one of the top quarterbacks when we talk about big throws. Big throws in the NFL is anything over twenty yards. That's called an explosive play. Matt Ryan is consistently one of the most accurate players in the league. All right. So before we say. Matt Ryan hasn't had a big ha, hasn't had a big throw since 2017. People need to understand what the definition of a big play is first before you make asinine statements. And like I said before, I'm not gonna go too deep into because Knight Rider don't put his cape on for you. Um, and I, I'm, I'm gonna just leave it like that because I, I, we got people and like I said, this is not just to him. We got a lot of people don't understand what a big play in the NFL is considered. A big play in the NFL in the passing game is anything over 20 yards. The running game, anything over 10 yards. That's what big explosive plays for. So if you want to say that Matt Ryan hasn't had um, you know, plays over 30, 40 yards, even that's not true. He's right. had that. He's one of the most accurate deep ball throwers in the league. So this is one of the things that we talk about, you know, as a quarterback, because the guy isn't throwing, you know, again, no rainbow hit rainbow hill marys like Aaron Rodgers, quarterbacks aren't considered big time throwers. It's just not true at all. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta first of all, well, we gotta educate ourselves. This is why we say here, we get we here to give you the facts, the stats, and the truth. And what a lot of people don't know, I'm going to say it again. I know I'm repeating myself over and over again. A big play in the NFL is anything over 20-plus yards. Anything over 20 yards in the NFL is considered a big play, an explosive play. So we got to educate ourselves before we start writing stuff. I, I, you, I, don't you, know you, why, I don't even know why in the hell we talking about Matt Ryan, y'all. It's more so about what explosive plays are. So it, re- it really yeah. has yeah. nothing to do with Matt Ryan. It, 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 and yeah, and it, see, it, Mike, it, Mike it, makes it, a good point because what does Dean Pease preach? Dean Pease didn't give up any explosive plays. Mm-hmm. He took the top off. He took the top away from you. Right. Dean so Pease took the top away. So if DP didn't give any give any way an explosive play and then an explosive play is considered any any pass play over 20 yards, then you got to look at how DP's def- how DP's defense did. That tells you right there what an explosive play is. See, the you the answer the answer don't always have to come from directly from the area that you're talking about, but there are other aspects of the team that's going to make a point and prove the facts. 
a bomb. If you want to say he didn't throw bombs as accurately late in their career, hell, he in the mid-30s. Okay, and they've been hit more than anybody in the league. So if you want to say that, then say that. But to say that he can't throw, I mean, that's just not that's not accurate. Are you watching him? Are you watching the uh, Matt Ryan play every Sunday? Because if you are, then you know he can make the uh, make them. Let me, another, let me throw another uh, uh, um, a number out there to you. All right, there's been one quarterback in the history of the NFL. Um, two quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that had a completion percentage over 65, 4,000 yards, and 25 plus touchdowns. Um, guess who the other one outside of Matt Ryan was? Mm. Please and don't say. We talking about five plus. We talking about five plus years of this. So no quarterback in the NFL has done that outside of Matt Ryan and uh, Peyton Manning. That was the only two quarterbacks. No, no. See, and and that's that's this this is where we're talking about, you know, um, the disrespect for Matt Ryan. He's doing things that no quarterback has ever done before, and he's not getting the proper respect. Um, and and yeah. and now he's finally getting that. So, like I said, this wasn't this wasn't a you know a Matt Ryan. I just like people just got to understand what big plays are in the NFL and have a warped sense of reality and. Um, we're here to educate people about. It. Yeah. So yeah. that's not- but we ain't gonna stay on because we work we looking at the team that we got in front of us, chat. We're oh, yeah. looking at the team in yeah. front of us because this yeah. team is exciting. And yeah. we yeah. want y'all to get oh, excited oh, about this team because we looking at an <laughs> era now outside of the Matt Ryan era that we haven't seen in a very long time. And it's exciting because what they are showing us in training camp and what they're showing us in this offseason is that this team is going to look totally different and it's going to be yeah. smash mouth and it's going to be hard hitting and we can't wait and, to see it. And, and that's the reason why they got to rank 32 and 31 and everything because they don't know what they don't know. No. And that's why yeah. I said yeah. that that they comment from Arthur Smith, that was what? for the fan base. Yeah, That oh, was yeah. to give you a little glimmer into something or uh, into the excitement you can expect to see when you watch this team play on Sundays. You're oh, going to yeah. Tune in to see that you can get excited about this team because we're gonna have biggest, we gonna have explosive plays. We gonna yeah. be able to run it down their throats. We gonna be bigger than the opposing defense. We gonna be faster than the opposing defense. We gonna be smarter than the opposing offense. This is what Arthur Smith is trying to give you a glimmer into because he don't talk much. He not no. gonna tell you much of what he got going on with this team. Because he don't want the media to know, and he don't want other teams to know what to expect. But for the fan well, you, base, he gave us just a little peep into what we can expect. Well, you got to look oh, yeah. at it too. What's making the big headlines? What's what's making a little a little? I'll say what's making a little bit of smoke. The defense. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. People are paying attention to our defense. Why? Because you got a you got a couple of teams out there right now that need their get back. Oh, yeah. Falcons is waiting for that get back. And he ain't gonna tell you everything because like I keep saying, this is this year is pick your poison season. Oh yeah. Period. In the world, they, they, they the pick your poison. Word, you don't know what's TV. coming. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how it's gonna be set up. And yet and still, they do they working hard every day. But like Mike and them said, 
Listen to these interviews. Listen to these press conferences. They gon' they're telling you in your face what they're going to do. Oh yeah. Hey, when Dean P said that bullshit is over by having a mediocre defense and in, in the bottom half, boy, I felt every last iota of yes, that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I feel it too, baby. baby. When he said, "Oh, that bullshit's over," boy, I like that. What I'm talking. Dean, some, some, somebody Dean get that for that on there. I wear that to a game. That bullshit. No. There is no veteran coach in the NFL that's going to sit up here and say, oh, yeah, I'm ready to open up 100% of my playbook if they're not confident enough that their defense or offense, whatever the case may be. Let alone a two-time Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator. Dean Pease is not going to open up his playbook 100% if he don't trust what he got on the field. Exactly. Nope. Nope. He's not going to do it. Exactly. You can guarantee that. You better it's put not some gonna happen. On his name and put some cheese on it too. <laughs> so avocado, we, some bacon, all that. So we we coming up on we coming up on an hour um, right now. We're gonna take a couple of questions, you know. So we're gonna hit the Q and A portion of it. Yeah, so you man. know, drop drop your questions in the uh, in the comment section. We're gonna we're gonna get our try our best to get them all answered. Oh yeah. And by the way, man, for everybody that's in here, all 81 of y'all, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all make sure y'all like, subscribe. Y'all hit that like button. Tell your grandma, tell Uncle Joe Jericho with the glass eye. <laughs> tell tell everybody. Glass tell your German Shepherd on the front. <laughs> tell them all. Tell them all. Tell your neighbor. Shit. Look tell on the mailman. Some of y'all still get mail to y'all, though. Tell the mail, man. Don't get mail. You know what? You know what? We still got, you know what? I, I guess this is, uh, I guess we're going to have a couple trolls in here and everything like that. Like, we, we, we ain't even going to give them that energy. Nah, I, nah. We already had to deal with one today. Nah. We ain't going to do that no more. So if you don't like it, you can't go. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hey, Dave. Yeah, the, 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 the Tampa Bay Falcons. The Tampa Bay Falconeers. That's exactly what they got going on. Shout out to you, Tony. The Tampa Bay Falconeers. Hey, hey Dave. Uh, the team ain't really in a rebuild. It's just being re restructured. It's not really in a rebuild. A rebuild, you don't expect your team to – you don't expect your team to be playoff bound. You don't expect them to compete. Okay. Right. What the Miami Dolphins done had going on the last couple seasons. That that's that's a re, that's that's a rebuild. That's Don't a building it from out that dirt. Hey. Okay. That's a rebirth. That ain't even that, a, that's rebuild. a rebirth. That's a rebirth. Yeah, that's, that's a coming back oh. to life. So this, we <laughs> ain't in a rebuild. It, it seemed that oh. way because we got a lot of new people, okay? So it seemed it's we got a lot a lot of new players, we got new coaches. So it seemed we got a new GM. So it yeah. seemed like we in rebuild, but we're not. You got to look at what this team has. You got to look at the personnel on the team and analyze the personnel and what they're capable of, and yeah. then you look at what the scheme is for the team and what they're gonna be doing to be successful. Man, that's how you. Why they say it's a rebuild because we got clown like Colin Cowter and Brian McFadden. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm gonna look at the camera right. Let me turn the light on so y'all can see that. Cause y'all know. How I feel about Brian McFadden. Would the Falcon win more than damn four games this year? 
whatever show we doing, y'all make sure y'all tag Brian McFadden, y'all troll him, and let him know that I want to smoke with him. Okay? I let, want to smoke everything. Let, 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 let me set this straight. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll comment on what he said. However y'all want to do it. Y'all can disagree. Whatever. It don't matter to me. Yeah. But it's called a culture change. That's exactly what it is. Because technically to, to rebuild a team, you gotta you gotta literally blow it up. That means er, all all everybody must go, everything must go. Yep. Yeah. Certain pieces, certain pieces were taken off the board to make room for other pieces. Yeah. If it was a rebuild, greater Jerry wouldn't even be here. That's nope. a culture change. And that, that real that's a cult, right there now, that's, right? a, that's a culture change because we proved last season that what Arthur Smith and Dean Pease was building worked. And it worked with less. Right. They didn't blow the team up and start over. They filled spots that had issues. It's a difference. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's nothing wrong with rebuilding. We ain't saying no, there's something wrong no, with it. No, there's nothing wrong with we that. Just, we just telling you from what we see how the team being structured. It's not a rebuild. Because if that's the case, everybody on the team and every phase would have been gone. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Everybody, Dave. everybody would be new. There would be no veterans on the team. Hey, Dave, let me tell you something. A culture change and a rebuild are totally different. Like I just said, if this was a totally rebuild, different. greater Jared would be gone. Yep. It's definitely a culture change because we got to get, be here. We got to get all in. We just cool with what we got going on. Crap that Dan Quinn instilled in this shit. We got to get. We got to get all that. Pretty much right now, Arthur Smith was the lax was the laxative that the Atlanta Falcons needed. We had to take that laxative, shit <laughs> all that other bullshit out, Dave, and, and get the gut back right. We put it, we had them when I had a long night of drinking. So we gotta go ahead and shit all that out and get back sober. Again. Gotta go on and get that milk of magnesium in you. That milk that of magnesium, pepto, pepto. <laughs> all, all that. That's what that is right there. Right, that's what, what you're talking about a rebuild when it comes down to it. Teams rebuild because they have no assets whatsoever. That's a different rebuild right. Right. And, and a um. Rebrand slash um, build a new culture. What the Falcons are doing, they're building a new culture because they have a few assets. They have something to build upon. They have Grady Jerry, right. Jake Matthews, and they have uh, uh, AJ. Um, mm-hmm. So they have guys they can build upon. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the rebuild is exactly what you're saying. A rebuild re- is when you got somebody like Nathan Peterman at quarterback. There's no foundation when you talk about rebuilding. Right. A whole new foundation. So what uh, you got the definition of what a real uh, a rebuild wrong. Rebuild have absolutely nothing to work with. So you start that guy who who you're drafting to be the next that piece that you're building upon. We right. are oh, yeah. guys that on the team that you're building right. on. Right. Right. Because you got you got what you do is what you do is the veterans that's on the team, the ones that been here and the ones that been here over like a year or two. That's your foundation. All you do, and like I said this earlier, you get players to complement what you already got, right. and then in that complementing, that's where your scheme comes to life. That's where your identity comes to life. In a right. rebuild, you don't have that. You just screw. 
Hey guys, let me say something real quick. Hey guys, I've been watching these guys for the last hour. You guys hit that like button, man, because these guys put on a great show today. So please hit that oh, like yeah, button, yeah. all right? Yes, <laughs> but, but yeah, you you got you compliment the players that's already there. You develop your scheme, and then out of that scheme, you develop your identity. And that's what we did not have. So we was gonna rebuild. You basically, 2023, it wouldn't be no old if Falcons going to do something in 2023. It'd be 2026, 2027. Right. And right. nobody will be screaming, we a playoff team. You don't scream, you know, playoff team if you in rebuild mode. Pretty much. These are you, you teams that were in rebuild mode. The you Jets. literally, you literally mm-hmm. one to five years away from a playoff. Right. Anything. These are your Absolutely. rebuild teams. These are your rebuild teams. The Jets rebuild. Detroit, rebuild. Hell, before Cleveland even started winning, rebuild. Rebuild. Miami, rebuild. Miami, rebuild. Texans, Uh, rebuild. Rebuild. Jacksonville, rebuild. Rebuild. Shoot, shoot, with Houston, they ain't even laid out the foundation yet to even get it centered out of property line. They ain't pulled no country yet. They They ain't even broke dirt. They ain't even broke ground. They ain't broke ground yet. Hmm. So look, oh, who else in the rebuild? Oh, it's somebody else in the A. It's somebody in the A. Seattle? Yep, Seattle. Seattle. Rebuild. Yeah. Oh, my rebuild. God. They are definitely in a, in a rebuild. rebuild. I mean, the, the only part they got to build around is DK Metcalf. Who else you got? They got a quarterback from the 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, they got Geno Smith. Man, Geno Smith ain't been relevant since Web Virginia. Come on. <laughs> Well, he, he got a broke jaw. He got a new jaw. Oh, yeah. Tony, you just hit one right there. The New York Giants. <laughs> Rebuild. So we all know that. I, mean, I could tell, I could tell by, by by the quarterback name. Daniel Jones, he ain't going to be a star. You can tell by his name. <laughs> He's not going to be a star. The He's Chicago Bears. Y'all get your questions in. Y'all get your questions in. We ain't going to keep going back and forth with y'all. Yeah, please. <laughs> get your questions in. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike. Hey Mike, I got a question for you. From what we've seen in um in training camp and everything like that, uh, I guess recently, what I guess what is your expectation, you know, going into, you know, preseason? Like, I mean, you know, what 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 do you see? What 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 glimmers do you see? You know, because I know you really can't predict too much at this point in time with it being so early in training camp. But what 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 do you see out of out of the training camp for us so far? Um, one thing that uh, I don't know, I think you're low and muffled. You're muffled, uh, you're kind of breaking up a little bit, Mike. Mike, you sound like the microphone in the bathtub, though. No, it's still muzzled. It's muzzled like hell, bro. Oh yeah, 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 come back in. Well, y'all well, get I mean, them, you know, get you know what? Yeah, 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 cool. yeah. Jalen Mayfield ain't star, dog. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's not star. We run the ball with Jalen and Bill. I was rooting for my boy at first, but nah, he ain't he ain't holding up. He ain't holding up his end of the bargain on that on that in position yet. Hey, oh, no, Terry, I want to answer that question you was asking, Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah, go think, ahead, coach. What I think is going to happen this year in this preseason, you're going to see the physicality that these guys are going to bring out. It's going to oh, be yeah. very physical. They're going to let these guys know that we're not here to play. Mm. You know, 
the defense, whoever offense, because they said the offensive line just been running the ball. I mean, they they can hit. They said the off this whole team is still as much bigger than it was last year. Yeah. So they say I'm, I'm thinking it'll be very physical. They're gonna bring the pain. You know, win the game yeah. hopefully, but they gonna let you know they was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's what yeah. I expect to see from this team. That's, that's the that's the that's the main that's the main thing I'm worried about, man. Dog, that offensive line was hard last year. But I'm, I'm, you, you can't you, you can't get worse than what you were. You can only get better. Right, right. Every time that old line went down the field, it sounded like all them holes we had in there. I promise. We are gonna get this question from Miller Mills. He said, "Y'all think Darby gonna make it?" Nope. Yeah, nope. Mm, it don't ain't looking too good for him right now. Either. You know, you, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Frank, it could be a different thing. Yeah, but y'all he know Frank in. was. You know, Frank was like what Frank was like seventh or eighth round. Yeah, he was seventh uh, round pick, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But think about this, you know, he, you know, he, he may just be a coming to the game, man, and play those preseason games just show out. Good. You never know. You know, because, you know, we got all these guys that we expect to make the team. But, you know, it's, hey, this guy, he, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a motivator. So he can probably motivate yeah. himself better than anybody. So you, you, oh, yeah. you never know. It's, it's the thing. The thing we got to keep in mind is even though it's training camp, it's almost like when you when, when you're in school and you take a test. You're supposed to go over what you know and study what you don't. So yeah. it's a period for adjustment, cohesiveness, and development. And that's the reason why from day to day, from week to week, it's going to be a new person shining. Because like you said, everybody's getting their opportunity to show what they can do. So yeah. last week he did have some some splash plays in, right, right. in, in training home. So it's day to day with all yeah. these guys. Right, right. But the closer what you what you're gonna have to look at is the closer we get to that preseason game, because because what you what what the coach what Arthur Smith and them are gonna be looking for is okay. We see y'all we see y'all shining in these individual moments. How do y'all do as a collective unit? Yeah, and are y'all consistent from week to week? You know, you ain't you ain't signing here and then you dropping off. All right. What was you about to say, Coach? No, I was saying, uh, it, it, nobody's saying that Darby's doing bad. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything bad about him, but it depends on how many receivers they keep. I think yeah. there's yeah. six guys that are better than him. They're keeping six, there's six guys better than Darby. He's a seven guy. Yeah. So that's yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think Geronimo Allison won on. Well, of course, you know, he'll, he'll bet. I don't think Geronimo Allison's going to make the team. <laughs> I, I sure I think, don't think Geronimo I, I think Allison won on. I think he's just a camp guy. Yeah. He'll, he'll he'll compete, guy. He here to help. He here to see if these other guys can beat him out. That's what the coach is looking he, at. But he he mm-hmm. have a job when the season if he gets. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll definitely lay in a job somewhere. Yeah. So. going back to the Steve Harvey show. Steve Harvey show. What the hell? Y'all remember the problem? Y'all remember Steve, <laughs> Steve Harvey show? Steve Harvey had to do with you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's gonna go. He gonna go back and ask Steve Harvey for some advice. I, I saw that episode with Geronimo Allison with Steve Harvey for some marriage advice. That's probably what he's gonna go out to see. Okay. You know what? Mm-mm. Be that right all there ain't folks enough on football for me. Steve about parental advice. I need them focused on football. I don't need them 
focused on well, how was, spanking uh, children. That was, that was pre-COVID, though. So. <laughs> it's pre-COVID. Is Mike back in there? Mike, you back, man? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, the dirt, dirt cutter try to hijack your phone. <laughs> uh, nobody hijacked shit. I'm the hijacker guy there. <laughs> hey, Kyle Shanahan stole Mike playbook. We're going to go get that bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I was saying is uh, more so with Drake London. Um, I think Drake London right now is solidifying himself as a, as a, as a problem. Um, he, he he putting everybody on skates right now for a guy that yeah. size. He putting everybody on skates, and that's not an easy task. So I I, I expect a few ACL tears this year, um, <laughs> and, 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 and because he he may he may shaking quite a few uh, corners, and we talking about some pretty good corners out here. AJ AJ Terrell ain't having it. Uh, AJ AJ is a he's he's the real deal. Nobody ain't got the best of AJ. Yeah. He ain't got that. Ain't nobody made AJ Terrell look bad at all. Uh, he's mm-hmm. on everything. He does not get fooled by anything. But great London oh, right now. Um, if I was, uh, if I was Mister uh, uh, Grabamore, um, I, I will put on my stickum. I will put on. Um, I, I will put on some glue on, on them hands because that's the only way you're gonna be able to kiss. Oh, he said, great London, I mean, did you did you see the way Drake London got it to where he will literally he will basically square you up before he cuts? Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude, I mean, he just and he, he he's so light on his feet. He's going to run at you. Let you think you got him square up with you. And then he going to cut. By the time you figure out where he didn't win, you on the ground. He already. His he head on going two different directions. Yeah, he has that his head fake. Is unbelievable. And he don't and he don't take his eye off the ball for nobody. You oh, could yeah. be hanging on to this man's neck. He's not going to take his eye off the ball. His eyes on the ball every second while he's cut. It's gonna be a lot of DPI called this shit with Drake London, but yeah, that's, that's why I said he gonna run. He gonna run at you because he. He 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 knows he can he can body you. Yes, oh, yeah. he got and, your body. And when, you, and when you think he and when, right when you think he up in your pocket, like Cole say, he he he's, he shifted. Yeah. He shifted mm-hmm. than what people think. He got more agility than what these scouts thought. Yeah, the Falcon scouts know. That's why they went and got him. Mm-hmm. And 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 Kyle Pitts. Good gosh. Kyle Pitts not only going to shake you, he going to put about five or six yards between you and him on average. Yeah. Period. Yeah, those, those guys but look you know, nasty, By the third game, you're probably seeing Drake getting doubled. They're going to try to try to double team what's going on. So it's going to be a lot of one-on-one with those slots. It's going to be a problem. And look, and heaven forbid, heaven forbid if they put Tate, Tate catching balls in the stratosphere. But the problem will be they put put uh, Drake and uh, Kyle on the same side. You're gonna have a real big problems then. Oh, look, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now. If they put them on the same side, even if they don't get the ball, watch 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 out for OZ. I'm telling you, when you see all the big receivers on the field, oh, somewhere OZ in the mix. They're gonna be all over the field. Running back. They're gonna be all over the field. Watch out for them drag routes. 
Watch out for them deep curls. Watch out for them deep crossing routes. Hey. That's gonna be oh. that's gonna be old Z making his way hey. in between in a maze of or uh, in a maze of uh, giants. Hey. And he's gonna get Kyle Pitt. Why I turned into Reverend Brown right then, boy, from coming to America. <laughs> when they come to these corners out, that's going to Kyle Pitts <laughs> on that field. <laughs> I know somebody gonna get burnt somewhere. Somebody gonna get burnt somewhere. But but y'all check this out. Imagine the opportunity in the passing game for the running backs when you got these receivers and tight ends that can take the top off. Yep. These guys are gonna be free so much. Cordell gonna get free so much out the backfield in flats and seams. Algier gonna get open. Whoever it is, they, Damon Williams, Allison, these guys are gonna be available in the passing game, y'all. Mm-hmm. Because these receivers can take the top off. Yeah. They're gonna make you they gonna they gonna make defenses, they're gonna make defenses super honest. I'm talking about nuns. I'm talking about monastery honest. <laughs> Buddhist monks. Right. Muslims. Yes. <laughs> Catholic Baptist. He said, Wallace said, uh, do y'all see London playing in this age? Oh, yeah. Yes. He'll, he, he'll, he'll, he'll spend a little bit of time in there. But, but nah, he ain't going to live in there. But you're going yeah, to see him in the slot a little bit. You're going to see him a lot. He played a lot of slot when he was in college. He played a lot of slot. Because what what the reason why he's the reason why I say he's gonna see a lot of slot is because mainly because of Kyle Pitts. With, with Kyle Pitts, you want him on the outside. Why? Because yep. he can take away those double teams. Uh, he can force team to double team him, and you put Drake London in the slot. I don't think a linebacker or a safety is capable of no um, him consistently oh. in that. He's too big. He's too fast. He's too elusive. And that's the way you're going to be able to kick. Because um, if you look at what um, the Falcons did with Julio Jones all those years, that's why they had they went out and got a guy like um, um, Kyle Rutley because um, they lost that ability to uh, create those mismatches in the intermediate uh, routes because Muhammad Sanu was no longer in the middle to occupy that safety mm-hmm. and that linebacker. So now that you have that, Drake London can take, that uh portion and you know you can move Kyle Pitts wherever the dude is a fucking unicorn so I think Drake Lund is gonna be this offensive uh units uh Cordero Patterson which is gonna open up Cordero Patterson Lord because now Drake London is the unicorn on the offensive side of the ball and all you 